Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. Just moved over to a defense program that is an extremely controlled environment, but they want more agility. Any experience or tips working in this type of environment? So I've worked in heavily regulated environments, more medical finance, although we have worked with one of the major defense contractors in, here in the US. And all I can say is it's the automation of testing and validation that really allowed us to move forward quickly. It's making things that have to occur before any kind of release or any kind of approval step automated and then being willing to invest. So I think that is a major step. And I'll give you an example. In the medical device industry, especially packaging is heavily regulated. What goes on the label and where the label, where that information is placed and how it's expressed and what the graphics are with it. And so working with a design team to basically say, if we use this base design for a label, can we skip a number of these steps because we know we're going to be in compliance with these laws? And the answer is yes. And so once we had that, that, that general layout, we never violated it. Now, they would still join us on some reviews, but we were able to streamline that because we could template things. We could find the, if you follow, if you can check these 10 boxes, you get a fast track. It's a lot of automation and standardization. And so those are not bad words. Those are good words. I think the other thing that I would do or other things that I have done in this space, I've invited our validation, our legal, our compliance, all of these different groups into the scrum events where appropriate. So in this case, I think inviting them to sprint planning and sprint review could be important, showing them what you're going to be working on and then showing them what you did so that you can keep them informed so that they can plan their runway for working with you through approvals and phase gates and all those steps. I think those two things are really critical. You know, Todd, what have you seen throughout your more regulated parts of your career? Yeah, for some reason, this question had me think of, I was working and spoke with a gentleman that was building software for submarines. And we got into the conversation around validating whether something was valuable or not. And he was like, well, I don't get any date on it for a year and a half. I get the software back after a year and a half. And then we look and we assess, but that's as good as I can do. And that's just as good as you can do sometimes, right? Obviously, you'd like a feedback loop to be a little bit quicker to understand whether something was valuable, whether there were bugs or were problems. But 
You just got to smash that time frame down as much as possible. I just thought of that from like a product management perspective, thinking like you don't get any data on whether something was valuable or not for a year and a half. So I think uh, I think that just doing the best you can with it and then never forgetting to validate, even if it is some time of some time later, whether what worked and what didn't from a product perspective, regardless of what environment you're in, thinking about it from that perspective, it will be helpful. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.